Welcome to Encountering Empowerment. I'm your host, Victoria Jocko, here to help you feel certain about your worth. When you know you're enough, your power is uncontainable, and I'm here to help you unleash it. All of you is acceptable here. You're good, you're bad, and everything in between. It's time for you to see it too. Hello, my lovelies. I hope you are doing well. Uh, Today, I want to talk with you about building a better relationship with food. I think it's really funny that so many people know me as having like a body acceptance, body positive account. And I like literally have not talked about that on the podcast (laughs) about food or body. I had like one, uh, one episode with my friend. Uh, and colleague JC about diet culture but like outside of that I really have not talked about it um and I think honestly it's because like I have so many other things to talk about like there are so many other things that I'm interested in besides body image and intuitive eating and I think I kind of almost like resented the fact that people just knew me by being like a body positive account because I'm like but I'm more than that (laughs) you know like I hardly even talk about it anymore yet when I meet people and it's this is actually really funny and so cool and I feel like a little celebrity but like people will recognize me and they're like oh you run that body positive account I'm like yeah uh (laughs) uh-huh no I don't say it like that I'm like oh my god what you know me (laughs) okay so this week I want to talk about food stuff. Next week I'm going to talk about fat phobia and body image. Um, and like they go hand in hand. Um, obviously like you need, you, not obviously, maybe it's not obvious to you. Anyway, um, <laughs> you do need to unpack your fat phobia and create a healthy body image if you want to um, have a better relationship with food and you need to have a better relationship with food in order to have a, a better body image. So um, today I want to give you some actionable tips to start uh, creating that healthier relationship with food. Um, so number one, add, don't subtract. So whenever you're creating a meal, or a snack or whatever, like whatever it is that you want, let's say you want for like a snack, you want to have like chips. You can have the chips. It's not a problem. And you might not feel fulfilled just having the chips. Or maybe you're going to eat too much of the chips to where you're not going to feel good. And this is something that I think is really important is to allow yourself to explore that allow yourself to eat food um, as like whatever you want, when you want, as much as you want, and just explore and be curious about how it's going to feel in your body. I did this a bunch. I still do it. Um, But I have a much better idea of like what actually feels good for me now. But I did this a bunch when I was uh, first moving away from my eating disorder. Um, I did something that the like anti-diet slash disordered eating recovery community would call um, being all in. So all that means is that I allowed all food all the time, 
however much I wanted, I would just eat. Um, and it's because I, I was experiencing something called extreme hunger where I, there was no amount of food that would satisfy me. I just was like, I felt like a bottomless pit because I had restricted and starved myself for as long as I did. Um, I was a raw vegan who was really into fasting, which is just glorified anorexia. Um, I was into like the intermittent fasting, but like I would do it really hardcore. It'd be like, I would basically eat like one meal a day. Um, so I did that for a couple of years. Right. And then before that, I still had like the diet mentality. I would restrict and binge. So I had like so many years uh, on top of like those two like really intense years where I was like hardcore as fuck. Um, so it led to having extreme hunger. So I was like, well, fuck this shit. I'm going crazy I feel like so I'm just gonna let myself eat whatever I want whenever I want however much I want and it worked for a while and also there was more that needed to be done and so what I realized was that this first tip that I'm giving you is that I don't want to eat a whole bag of chips for a snack Um, but if I'm hungry that's what's going to happen right that's just what that's what my body's gonna do. There's food, my body's hungry, I'm going to eat until my body feels full. But that doesn't feel good when it's on something that's more uh it I would refer to it as like an air food where it's like not super um filling, but like it's satisfying in a way. Um, so I ask myself, okay, well, like, how can I add to this? What sounds good? So what ends up happening usually is like, I have a snack plate where I have like the chips that I want or whatever the thing is that I'm craving. And then I'll also add like veggies and hummus or like um, apples and peanut butter or like something that is nutritious and, and also, um, uh, yeah, just nutritious. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> um, and you can do this with your meals too. So like if you want mac and cheese, how could you add to that? You could maybe put some veggies in it or like, like whatever it is, just how can you add to the thing that you're wanting to have? We don't want to take away the thing. We don't want to substitute the thing. We just want to add to it to make it a little bit more filling, more nutritious, more wholesome. Um, and whatever is going to make our bodies feel good, right? Sometimes all I want and all I need are like the chips, right? Like I'll have ha- a few or a handful or however many I want. And that's all I actually need. And I feel fine after. Like that's that's where that like exploration really comes in handy of like, seeing what it feels like to eat a whole bag of chips and then doing something different or doing something the same. Maybe you feel really good doing that. Maybe it feels good sometimes. Maybe you know what like your threshold is. Like whatever whatever the case may be, being open to exploring that. So maybe that should be my first tip <laughs> is being open to like exploring what food feels like in your body. Um I always think about like so I just had too many thoughts at once and my brain was like say nothing (laughs) um so when I like first got into uh like coaching and basically like anything everything like self-improvement self-development 
um, I got into like inner child work and reparenting. And so that led me to reading a lot of like parenting books and things like that. And so something I always think about is like when we want to, you know, really nurture a child, we let them explore and experience things. And um, one thing that I think about is like, if your kid wants to eat a bunch of cake, like just let them eat the cake and figure it out on them on their own that like eating a whole cake isn't going to feel very good versus like eating a slice. Like they'll probably have an upset stomach. They're probably not going to feel good. And then they're going to take that information and use it the next time. Like they're going to remember, oh, that did not feel good. Maybe it takes them a couple of times. Like that's okay. But like they're going to learn. That's the same thing I have done with food is that I have tried all of these things and I have learned that it doesn't feel good. That's why so many of us have been going away from dieting. That's why so many people go to dieting because they don't feel good doing what they're doing, which what they're doing is a result of diet culture. But (laughs) the point being is that the, all of the things that we do, we do it because we have learned that what we're currently doing feels like shit. It's just a matter of finding what actually works. Like feeding into the dieting cycle doesn't work, right? But allowing yourself to experience lots of different things with food and like actually being curious about it and not hating yourself for it or shooting on yourself is going to give you the information necessary to start choosing what actually is going to feel good for you. Okay? So um, let's see. This kind of brings me to my next one, which is to affirm to yourself that all food is available to you, any amount, anytime, anywhere, right? Like this is very much the all in mentality. And I think it is crucial to building a healthy relationship with food because we have felt so restricted and we do have so many rules around it. And we, we don't let ourselves be curious. We don't let ourselves explore Um, we're very rigid when it comes to food and that rigidity often leads us to being like completely boundaryless with food where we binge eat and we don't take what feels good into account we're just like super disconnected from our bodies you know so this is really important because you you're a grown-ass adult you can eat whatever the fuck you want whenever you want and however much you want like you can do that that's available to you. You have that power. And I think acknowledging that power is really important in becoming an empowered person with food. If you feel like you don't have any power with food, you're not going to feel empowered with food. You're going to feel like a victim to it. You're going to feel at its mercy, but you're not, right? And so telling ourselves, like really affirming it and making ourselves like growing that belief that all food is available to me, that I'm allowed to eat whatever I want, whenever I want, that it's okay, that it's not a problem, that can be so powerful alone. Like there are so many times with like within my um, disordered eating, like recovery journey, where I was feeling frantic and I was feeling like, like, oh my God, it's, I'm going to have to eat all of this, right? Like there's, there's this, um, thing that happens with dieting that uh, we become like very scarce and like sometimes we feel like we have to eat all of the food that's in front of us. Um, 
that's just like one example but this affirmation really helped me kind of get a grip and like bring myself back and feel calmer and feel like just more in control and at peace of like oh no this is available to me anytime I want I don't have to eat all of this if I don't want to I can that's okay there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with like finishing my plate but I don't have to if I don't want to um so yeah <laughs> like how do I elegantly end this <laughs> newsflash I don't um affirm it okay all food is available to me any amount anytime anywhere you're a grown-up okay <laughs> you are a grown-up may not feel like it all the time but you are and you can make that choice it's an okay choice to make that any food is acceptable any amount anytime anywhere <laughs> Okay. Number three is to eat often. So this is important because when you don't, when you allow yourself to get to the point where you're experiencing lots of hunger symptoms, um, you're probably not going to eat in a way that feels good. What I mean by this is you will likely overeat. Um, you may, if you are prone to binging, you may binge eat, especially if you are still in that, like if you're just starting out, you're probably in that restricted binge cycle or just like restricting, whatever. Um, you're probably still there, which means you don't want to let yourself get hungry. You don't want to let your body actually like get to that point. That's when it's too hungry. Right? Like when you're having a headache and you're hangry, um, you should have eaten like three hours ago. So this is also really important for building trust with your body because if you have been a chronic dieter, if you have an eating disorder or any type of disordered eating, um, oh my God, bitch, don't lose your train of thought. <laughs> Come on. Um, oh, so if you are in that realm, right? you don't have trust with your body period you have been restricting it you have been starving it you have been hurting it whether it's from the restriction or the overeating or binging your body doesn't trust you and so feeding it regularly is going to rebuild that trust with your body it's going to show your body hey i actually do care about you and i don't want to hurt you and I want to show you love. That's what eating regularly communicates. Okay. So it's a really important step with this, not only so you can build that trust with your body, but so like you can just feel good overall. So you can have some sustained energy. Food is energy, right? So eating often is really, really going to help with your whole relationship with food. It's going to build more self-trust. And overall, you're just going to feel better because who the fuck likes to be hangry? Okay, nobody. Feels like shit. Right? Right. I'm right. <laughs> I'm on one today. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> I think that is it 
for like my three personal tips. Um, I do think that if you are coming away from diet culture, trying to heal an eating disorder, um, reading the intuitive eating book, super useful. I also, the first book that I ever read about, uh, eating disorders and diet culture was called brainwashed and it's like brainwash capital ed um i think her name is elisa oris uh she is absolutely phenomenal she has a youtube channel as well you can check her out there but i would recommend reading some books about this stuff and really like immersing yourself in uh, sorry, <laughs> in intuitive eating and anti-diet culture work. Um, that's what's really going to be useful for you. It's like learning a language, you know, like you want to immerse yourself in it as much as possible. That's what's really going to like make it sink in. You're going to get all the practice that you need, et cetera, et cetera. So read those books and then start implementing these things. Remind yourself that all food is available. Um, start trying to add to your meals. Ask yourself, like, what actually sounds good right now? Do that. And then how can I add to it? What would make this a little bit better, more fun, more satisfying? What? <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> more satisfying, more fulfilling, you know? What's going to give you the most pleasure? And I think this is like a, just another um, issue that we have with food and just like our culture as a whole is that like we're very fearful of pleasure and we think like it's wrong and bad and oh my god it means I'm gonna do terrible things and I'm gonna go overboard it's like yeah because you don't allow it that's why we go overboard fucking duh <laughs> maybe it's not as obvious to other people it wasn't obvious to me at first now it is now i'm like yes the reason that we have so many of the issues that we have is because we don't allow ourselves to feel good period um so asking yourself like well how could i make this meal or snack whatever more pleasurable and redefining what pleasurable means right like pleasure for me doesn't just mean like well what's what's going to taste the best you know like that's part of it but like What's going to feel good in my body? How am I going to feel after? Am I going to feel satisfied? Am I going to feel kind of like sluggish or like gross or something? You know, like how am I going to feel after my meal? Right. Um, what's going to be satisfying during, you know, what kind of textures am I needing right now? Do I need something crunchy? Do I need like I, I, I am both a sensory seeker and like a person who needs like sensory uh I don't know what the word would be for it. Um, I need like sensory to be away from me. <laughs> Sense, no sensory input. That's there we go. Um, so when I'm sensory seeking a lot of the time, like I want something crunchy. So like that's super satisfying for me. Right. But <clears throat> again, add, don't subtract. Like how can I make it better? Eating a bag of chips isn't going to feel super great. So being pleasure oriented, really important. And then make sure you're eating often. Okay doesn't need to be like by the clock or anything like that but just check in with yourself see how you're feeling plan ahead right like so much of intuitive eating actually is just planning ahead of like how can I best support my body if I know that if I know that I can't eat for like three hours maybe I should eat now 
just like having a snack to like get me to that point where I can't eat, you know? Um, so just, I think really what all of this comes down to is like putting your body first, like putting yourself first, right? Like when it comes to adding and not subtracting, like you're putting your pleasure first there and your body's needs, right? Like you're just, you want to start centering yourself with food and not in a way that is destructive or damaging or shooting or mean or, you know, all of the things that dieting ends up being for us, right? It just ends up being so restrictive and harsh and we're just unkind to ourselves typically. Gosh, I'm so sorry. I have to clear my throat so many times. I don't know why it happens, but um, put yourself first. Eat often, add, don't subtract, and remember that all food is available to you. Okay? Okay. I will see you guys next week. I'm going to be talking about body image and fat phobia, and yeah, it's going to be great. So thanks for listening. I will see you then. Bye. Hey. If you're ready to feel a sense of inner safety, security, and certainty, come work with me. I'll teach you how to accept yourself using my empowerment process so that you can become the confident, powerful, bad bitch you are. Go to the link in the show notes and schedule our first date where we'll chat about your goals, get to know each other, and come up with an amazing action plan to get you to where you want to be. I'll see you there.